Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Be Beautiful Adaptive Warrior. I'm your host, Angie. It's that time once again to unleash the warrior in you. Are you ready? Then let's get going. All right. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the show. Um, I'm happy to be back here in another week, right? Another week on the on the way to our holiday season and, uh, you know, just enjoying the cooling off of our Arizona weather. We are finally finding it cooler. So it's been fabulous um, outside, minus the mosquitoes. If we could just get rid of the mosquitoes, we would be grand. So welcome to the show. If you've never been here, my name is Angie, and I um, have been doing this podcast for the last almost two years, and I am an above-knee amputee. It was an elected surgery back in the end of 2018, so not too long ago. I actually started this podcast about a year afterwards, feeling that it was time to share my story and my personal journey to help others that may be going through the same thing. And we all have our journeys, our ups and our downs and everything. And, you know, I find that sometimes you can talk to an amputee group, but really the stuff I talk about really kind of deals with just living life through, um, you know, adversity and the things that we go through and the challenges that we might see day to day. So today I was, you know, I, I have to say I'm inspired to talk about inspiration and um you know it's kind of interesting because this last weekend we went back home to chicago um, to visit family and friends and um, i found myself down in my parents basement reminiscing about my father's days in um, baseball he played for nebraska he was all american in nebraska and then he went on to the minors until he had a shoulder injury that kind of took him out and on the path of starting a family of five and and working in Chicago. So, you know, you sit back and you look at all those amazing photos that my mom had put up and his old cleats and glove and bats and uniforms. And, and it's just incredible that um, the life my dad got to le- lead and live and um, just being able to be inspired by that to do more and to be more and you know I always loved playing softball and that was just like my thing back in school and you know it, it just it doesn't end though and it's interesting because the reason I'm speaking of this today is that my dad called after we got home this week uh, on Monday he called me and said that he was writing things up that inspire him and he was sweet enough to tell me that I am an inspiration and um, that's a pretty cool thing to have your father say to you especially when you've always looked up to you you know your parents hopefully you've had that relationship I did Um, it was hard at first with my dad working all the time and he missed a lot of my games but I was always afraid to let him down because he was so good at baseball and he played third base I played third base and um, I always wanted to be great and um, I'm a perfectionist which can be extremely hard but I you know 
I always wanted him to be impressed by my play because I know he knew caliber. He knew that kind of caliber and what it took to be great. And so he was always my inspiration that I always wanted to achieve that higher level, just like he did. Fortunately for women back then, there really wasn't much past college and I played a little college, but um, it just wasn't for me. Plus, my high school sweetheart was graduating high school and we end up going off to school together and I gave up um, playing sports so I could focus on my studies, which is probably good because that was a hard gig anyways. So it was interesting when he brought up that he was inspired and he was talking about my other brothers and my sister and 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 their how they've inspired him and um, how just inspiration leads to greatness and then that greatness leads to inspiring others and I thought that's so true right like we never know who's watching and I have done a podcast in the past when I wrote I said stuff about you don't know who's watching you and who you might be inspiring so not that you need to be fake when it's tough but just know that there is probably someone you're not even seeing that's watching you and how you carry yourself and how you handle yourself. And you can either choose to rise amidst the adversity and inspire others, or you can choose a path where, you know, you get kind of down and out and you take it out in the world. And um, as you probably guessed, I'm, I'm not that kind of person. I'm the kind of person that I would rather, um, you know, suck it up and hope for the best. And so I thought also it's interesting because with adversity, you kind of have to build some resilience. And I'm kind of in the midst of that right now. Before I move on to that resilience, I wanted to tell you too, um, for those of you that have been listening the last couple of weeks, I've been talking to you about this product, Magic Mind. And at first it was, you know, skeptical. I wasn't sure about it and I wasn't sure what it was made of. I did all my research. I Google searched everything on several sites and all the ingredients in this little tiny shot of um, like matcha drink with some caffeine and, and not a lot of caffeine, about enough like green tea kind of caffeine. And um, I took the challenge for 14 days. Actually, it was 15 days because there was 15 bottles in the, the kit. And I'll tell you what. I was so clear, so productive, so energetic, so happy. Everything was feeling so great. And I decided I'm ordering more because I really like that. There's a challenge that we have now, and I really want you guys to try it because after looking at it and researching it myself, I would never ever put something out there that I didn't believe in. And I will tell you right now, I have a 30-day supply and a subscription coming, and I'm hoping it gets here soon because I've been without for about a week now. Um, it is incredible. I just take it every morning, and I have accomplished so much in those two weeks. And there is a challenge going on right now, just 14-day challenge. You have until about a week, just over a week now to get your kit and if you use my code, B-E-Y-O-U-14, B-U-14, you'll get a discounted rate on that um, trial and just give it a shot. And if you can just show what your productivity is, what you're doing in those two weeks while you're doing this, um, hashtag it, 14 Days of Magic, you could be entered to win um, a subscription, uh, one to three months uh, free trial. So 
hey, get out there and try it. It's been amazing. I can't wait for my kit. And I'm actually having my husband give it a go too. There's a lot of benefits that come with it and free radicals that are kind of um, some of the stuff that's in it, like guard your cells on free radicals and and against Parkinson's and Alzheimer's and things like that. So if you take a look at the ingredients, you'll be really um, impressed. Um, I think they did a good job researching it, but give it a try. Remember BU14 and you never know, you might actually win some product too. So why I bring this up is because you know what, the motivation that I had through those 14, 15 days of taking um, those shots, you know, and I love it because, you know, all the crap that's out there, all the energy shots that are just made of, I felt like sugar and carbonation. I just felt like all it did was hype me up, but I felt good. And I, as I said last week, I felt kind of clean. I don't know how else to explain it. It was just a very natural feeling. I never felt like I was taking anything. Um, I just felt like my body was running smoother kind of like putting good oil in your car and it's running really great on the highway. That's kind of how I felt. And so, you know, that got me moving and doing things. And, you know, and I talk to people about the stuff that I'm up to each day and, and how I'm getting through, um, you know, my to-do list. And, you know, it's incredible what you can accomplish. And I'll tell you, the last few weeks, I've been dealing with um, building up my resilience because ironically, even though, um, okay, so let me backtrack. As an amputee, I am wearing a, a hard socket with an, a soft liner. I'm a skin fit amputee above me. So I pull my leg into the socket through with a bag out the hole and I close up the hole, which is my, my um, valve, one way valve. And, and then I'm good to go for the day. It's kind of like, as I tell people, it's kind of like having putting on a corset. Like if you put this on today and it fits great, if you decide you're going to go on a diet and you lose weight, it may not fit next week. And when it doesn't fit because you've lost weight, it tends to feel like it's falling off and you're not gripping it and it could fall off. The opposite is true if you end up... Um, gaining any weight or ladies if you understand the whole idea of um, you know water weight if you gain five to ten pounds you may have a hard time fitting in and I'll tell you I have tried to put it on when I have swollen because of not wearing it skiing I came back from skiing one day and tried to put it on to go out to dinner and not thinking about all the fluids that had you know, gone down into my residual limb because I was skiing and pumping blood and everything into it, tried to put it on and it was the worst pain imaginable. It was like trying to flex a muscle with a tourniquet around your muscle tight before you flex. And um, you try to step, every step was painful. So it's interesting because my scale has been going up because I've been working out. Not because I'm eating more, but I was worried because I'm like, well, what, what's going on here? You know, I don't like to see the scale going up, but my socket is getting looser and looser and looser. And I was like, wow, that's really crazy. So when people tell you, you know, muscle does weigh more than fat. And I know that mentally, I know that, 
But when you try to wrap your head around it and you see your, the scale going up, if you don't have something like a socket that lets you know how you're doing, um, except for your clothes, maybe your clothes not fitting right, you don't know. You, I mean, you really think, gosh, if the scale's going up, that's a bad thing. You know, that's what we've been trained to think, right? Higher weight means bad stuff. But it truly has been amazing to see how my scale has gone up, but my socket is looser. So I say this because the last couple weeks while I was taking that magic mind and I was getting really active, I'm going working with horses in the morning, then I come home, change, go to the gym, done by that by noon, and then I'm running around the house doing laundry, cleaning up, doing this, that, making food, you name it, all the way until pretty much bedtime until I just totally crash. And um, with that, Going to the gym the last couple of weeks has been really, really hard because I can't, I don't feel like my leg is on and staying on right. And it feels heavier and it's like, feels like I have to hip up my leg more so that I can get my leg through, my foot through so I don't trip. And I did trip like a week ago in the gym because my leg just wasn't feeling right. It was hanging longer um, because it was coming off. Then we go to Chicago, fast forward to this last weekend. And now all the moving around and doing the stuff and going from place to place to meet up with people, I started wearing um, a raw spot in the back of my limb all the way down by like where my knee would be about that area, right at the very bottom. And I'll tell you what, a open sore on a leg that constantly can keeps moving in and out is extremely distracting frustrating and can really put a damper on your attitude and yet the whole while I'm in Chicago I want to be with my family and friends and I want to be happy so you're putting on a big old you know smile and just you know getting through and and so you know it was interesting that even though that's how I felt and my dad was like but you inspire with what you do and how you do it and how you hold yourself and I'm it's really good to hear that because sometimes we forget that we are just as important as the next person in this world. We all have something to offer the world. We all have an attitude that we can can project. And you have to make a decision. What kind of attitude are you going to project? Are you going to project one that people want to admire and look up to? Or are you going to project a negativity and bring more negative into this world that's already just beaten down with negativity and comparison and and just all that negative stuff, that bad stuff. And, you know, it's interesting too, because on the way home, we ran into um, an ex-NBA player. Um, and the irony was that I actually went to his basketball camp when I was in middle school. Um, it was just crazy. It was on our flight. He lives near us here. And, and you know, he, it's it's just incredible because when he saw me he was like he didn't you know he didn't know me I'm just me you know I'm nobody but I kind of recognized him and you know he was he's such a good Christian man and you know just God bless you for what you're going through I can't even begin to imagine but yet he's he was with a cane his knees are so bad after all the years of playing basketball that you know I'm inspired and then he wrote me the other day and he said that that he went and had the best workout ever and, um, you know, that 
he just is grateful to have met us, me and my husband on the way home and, and what an inspiration. And I thought, wow, like, wow, right? You don't know who you can inspire and what you can give to this world. And I'm just, it's just so cool to be in a place where we can do things like that. We can, we can make a difference just smiling at someone in the grocery store or letting someone go ahead of you in line somewhere or not being a jerk when you know you're driving and trying to cut people off those little things kind of they just kind of you know um what am I trying to say they're kind of they all just kind of accumulate to making you a a better person but you also reaching someone in this world that may be needed at that moment in time. You know, I go to the gym and I'm very focused. I don't mean to be, you know, antisocial. I don't go to the gym to socialize. I go to give my best for about an hour and a half or so. And and I know that, that I've had ladies come up to me and be like, what can I ask what happened? And you know, it's so cool to see you doing this stuff. And it's kind of funny because part of me was like, gosh, you know, like, I'm not like, I don't feel like I'm disabled. So I'm like, God, you think I was disabled or something the way they're like, wow, that's so good that you're doing this. And I'm like, yeah, I'm just getting back to my life. But I forget that even though I'm doing my what I consider extremely normal things, um, I forget that what I look like is different. And people that have never been around an amputee see us and think, wow, that's got to be pretty hard. And, and, and I'm just like so used to it now, I don't even think about it. So I, I, I sometimes think when I've had days like that, like sometimes I can barely walk out of the gym. I've got, today I've got a, the raw spot at the bottom of my leg, and then I start getting a raw spot on the back of my leg up high. And I'm like, oh, for the love, you know, my goodness, how many more spots am I going to have? And I never keep my leg off to let them heal. I just... The only time it's their healing is through the night. <laughs> and then the next morning it goes back on and I just, whatever, it is what it is. Um, but, you know, I think that if we only knew, if we only had people that would say to us daily, you inspire me, I think that would fill our bucket enough to continue to do that. But I'm telling you right now, just know that there is someone watching you who is inspired by what you do. When you carry yourself well, when you're kind, you're compassionate, you're giving, you're forgiving, you give grace. When you lead by example, you know, when you when you you lean into your faith and you show that you're a good person and you use kind words, you're inspiring somebody and you don't even know it. And I would just say that, you know, today, I mean, I don't have a lot to say about it, but I, I would say today that, you know, this week, remember that what you say and what you do and how you carry yourself is seen by more than you think. It's seen by your family. It's seen by the neighbor. It's seen by the grocery store um, clerk. It is seen, like for us, by our post office, like, we have to go get our mail at the post office. That's how small of a town we live in. So I have to walk into the post office every day. And you know, everybody's there getting their mail. So you're like, hey, everybody talks to everybody. Um, and I just think that 
if we only knew that there were people watching and a lot of people are looking for something to inspire them, wouldn't that be great if we could just remember that the little things matter, that no matter your circumstance or what you're going through, you can inspire others by what you do, how you carry yourself, how you speak to those around you and to them. And quite frankly, just even a smile goes a long, long way to making someone feel good about themselves and to think, you know what, you know, like I know that I'm more of a visual disability with my leg. And I know it's easy for me to say, I know some of my friends are dealing with really bad back issues. And, you know, that's that invisible pain that no one sees you going through. But you can still inspire and you can still carry yourself well. And sometimes it does just take sucking it up and being resilient when it's really hard and you're going through some adversities. And we all go through it. Like like I said, meeting this um this ex NBA player, you would never think you think, oh, you know, they've they've done well for themselves, they're rock stars and they are people too and their bodies wear and tear and get broken down and you know, to to see that um was inspiring. Um to see the way that he carried himself as a Christian and um, as a human being, to recognize that I might be going through something, which is, I mean, that says a lot right there, right? To think outside of ourselves every once in a while, to think of others and to carry ourselves that way that we can actually, I always talk about filling people's buckets. I find that when someone tells me that, I get filled up when someone tells me that it's amazing what I do, which to me seems like an everyday thing. Like, yeah, I walk. Yeah, I can work out and and everything. And no, it wasn't easy. I mean, I, I didn't do those things right off the bat. And it took me months to get used to long distance walking, walking in my leg all day long from the moment I wake up to the moment I go to bed. I'm in my, my socket, my leg. But it wasn't always like that. It wasn't so easy. I might walk a little bit and be like, oh my God, I got to sit down. I'm so tired and it hurts. It's rubbing this way. It's rubbing that way. But, you know, you get to a point where when people see that, you know, that's inspiring. When, when you have been through a lot, when your friends see that you've been through a lot and you can still put a smile on your face and ask how they're doing, that's inspiring when you can help a neighbor out that's worse off than you or struggling or someone that's alone and you just pick up the phone or text and just ask how they're up how they're doing what they're up to and if they need anything that's inspiring we all have that ability to to do that for others and i've always told you guys that i use distraction all the time is it easy being amputee absolutely not do I dwell on that? No, I don't. So to me, I'm like, yeah, I'm an amputee, big deal. I chose it. Therefore, this is my life. And therefore, I've accepted it. And when I accept what's going on in my life, then I can move on to other things. So I don't really think of it that way. Like, well, it's hard. It's easy. Would I rather not have like raw spots on my leg that rub 
burn and through sweat and everything? No, of course I wouldn't. I wouldn't want that to, for anybody. But that's just what what it is for me right now. So, you know, when I talk about insp- inspiration and, and, and having resilience, a lot of it becomes distraction. Like, I like doing other things. I like to bake for my kids, let's say. It, it requires standing and moving around the kitchen a lot. Sometimes I'm too tired or I feel too in too much pain to do it. But I do it because it's a distraction. And then that distraction puts my mind someplace else. So I'm not thinking about what's going on on me. I'm thinking about how my kids will be excited that there's something great to eat when they get home or something they can take off to college for their their buddies to share with and things like that. And so when I use distraction, you know, that's that's part of build, building my resilience, my resilience um, to deal with what I'm going through every day. So maybe you're in that spot too. I know a lot of my friends, we're getting to that age, right? Like we're getting to that age where the wear and tear of the body, it's only meant to last for so long. And if you were an athlete, you've probably done some damage in your younger years that you're now at 40, 50, 60, you're starting to feel. And that's not even talking if you've lost your leg like me. But, you know, we get the aches and the pains and back problems and hip problems and knee replacements and hip replacements and shoulder problems and you name it. The older you get, the more things start to go a little haywire. But inspiring people means that we just kind of I don't know accept where we're at maybe and say but at least I'm alive at least I have my friends my family person I love next to me it is looking at your glass half full and going life could be worse right we we live in a beautiful country Um, And maybe some of you that are listening live someplace that's a little bit harder to live in, but everyone has something positive in their life, even when things are going wrong or things are hard. And so when we can look at that, when we can see that the glass is half full and we can smile through the pain and we can rise up, then we can inspire our children our spouses, our friends, our neighbors, our community. We all have something to give beyond what our pain is showing us. And it's just a matter of your mindset and pushing through the adversities that we all face. Nobody goes through life unscathed. We all have adversities that we have to deal with. We all have to try to figure out whether we're going to rise or we're going to lay down and die. And I choose to rise. I choose a path that I find happiness because I can't change my circumstances anymore. Therefore, I've accepted it. And I choose to try to be an inspiration when I can. And I hope that I can inspire one person every day. My goal is at least to reach one person every day. And it could be just by a simple post It could be someone that I see out and about and I just smile or I'm kind to. Striking up a conversation with somebody that's older than me that's just looking for a friend. You know, I find that that happens a lot in the grocery stores. Um, Sitting in line waiting for your turn, you tend to have conversations with people. 
But don't forget that you can inspire no matter where you're at in your life. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> so through inspiration or through resilience and, and everything, we can inspire. And through adversity, we can rise up. So I would tell you that this week, your call to action is to one, never ever forget that you, no matter who you are and where you're at in your life and what journey you're on and what you're dealing with can be an inspiration to someone else in your life or someone else that you didn't even know was paying attention. Don't forget that. You are special. You have something to offer this world. You know, I'm a firm believer that God keeps us here until we've served our purpose. So if you're here, you got something to give. What do you think it might be? This is the week to figure it out. Use this week to inspire, to let down your guard, to rise up out of your pain or wherever you're at in your journey. Even if you are in the midst of turmoil or a storm, every storm ends with the rainbow coming out, right? So it is time to rise up, figure out how you can be an inspiration and you don't have to do anything huge. Sometimes it really just is as simple as smiling at someone, saying hi to someone. You, you may be surprised on how many people are so very lonely in this world or ready to give up because they don't see good anymore. Be the good. Be the good in the world today. Be an inspiration to someone. Rise up and don't let your circumstance dictate your attitude, your behavior. Because if we did that, everybody would be so nasty. Everybody's going through something. We all are. And, and sometimes it's something invisible. It may not be a pain. It might be a relationship problem. It might be work issues. It might be you know something with your kids. It might be physical. But sometimes we just can't see the pain that someone else is going through. And sometimes all they need is someone that can help them see that they're still good, that there's still something positive to give to this world. So be that. Be that inspiration this week. I hope and pray that you're doing well. I hope that this motivates you this week to do something great. And even if it's small, it can still be great. So as always, I hope you have a great week. Be healthy, be happy, be you.